All right, so we're just exploring, recording some voice memos here. So what's gonna happen next? Last few moments here, understand the future. Everything's a vibration, because you could be like, oh yeah, let's go. Ooh. Or you could be like, oh shit, everything's crazy. The world's come falling apart. It's all chaos. It's like, on one hand, you could go into fear. On the other hand, you could go into joy. On both hands, you never know when you're gonna live or you're gonna die. So you might as well choose the one that makes you feel a little bit more open. It's like walking into the world with your arms and yet aware. And that's the best we could do, the balance. But if you walk into the world in a state of paranoia, which just means that the fear is like you feel like it's already happened, but it's actually not happened yet. For example, the robbery where you lose everything or somebody hurts you. You don't even know what happens when you actually die. All you know is a lot of things that happen to you, you don't like it because, or you're afraid, anything you're afraid of is because you're fully just identified with your idea of yourself. And if that's all you have, then you're going to live in a state of fear. And that's how people capitalize off you. All these insurances and things like that. It only works if there's a sense of, oh, there's no guarantee. But the truth is, there is no guarantee. This is some deep thoughts around how to resolve some of my daddy issues. It's amazing how one little thing he says can affect me in the amount of power. It's not conscious, as in, I don't, it takes effort to not be affected. Part of it is an indebtedness to, which is probably natural, family, wanting the father to be proud, some archetypal stuff, which is interesting because you want to ask yourself, what is real? Am I these concepts? Are they concepts? Are they ingrained deeply in our being? We want to escape the matrix. You want to break out of any programs. And yet we have instincts which seem like they are programs in millions of years of evolution that give us this sense, this intelligence that allows us to react to the world certain ways. What I think is fun. Oh, here's a good example of something could be fun or it could be completely devastating, depending how you look at it. For example, this idea that everyone's trying to manipulate you into their view of reality. They're trying to funnel you into their system, sell you on something, get you to buy something. And I'm guilty of it. I'm buying things all over the place on Amazon. It's somewhere like this little high you get. And I'm, my excuse is I'm testing out audio gear to find the best sound. Meanwhile, what's actually happening is I'm using my cell phone with a little mic attached. I'm not using my studio microphone with the good cables and the, I have t three audio recorders. I have different live mics to test out. Why not just return them all and try something new? Maybe I just am a tourist. Why try to hold on to these things if part of the whole appeal of it is to try something new? It's like you try it and then you can return it. Is that what content creators do? And maybe I can just try it for a few days. I don't have to try it for a long time. And there are people who spend all day at home trying to build their YouTube channels. I'm not here to compete against them because if I was, I would be at home all day trying to build my YouTube channel, provide service. Like as a, and maybe in my older age, I would enjoy just, when I say older, when I feel like I have an actual home that I can settle down into instead of feeling like I'm a nomad that's my life. Maybe I need to start accepting that my life is to be nomad. It's not necessarily meant 
be static and I'm, I have too much weight. So basically I'm saying I need to get this new mic that's more easy for traveling and podcasts and just call it a day. Otherwise, I'm just going to be accumulating stuff. But I do look forward to selling some things on eBay. So that's just trying to sell some things. Lighten my load. Some things I've been holding on for years. It's time. We're going on a trip, buddy. And maybe one day you can continue this. Oh, so you know what's interesting is that if you truly felt like life was temporary, you never know what's going to happen next. The most kind of glorious thing you could do is to live as if you might actually live longer. And this is genius because thinking, ah, oh, live, take, you're living like as if you could live forever. Am I? I think I'm trying to do everything now because I don't know what's going to happen, especially when people just die. So my thing is, I don't know when I feel limited in my time. But if you really want to try something brave and courageous and poetic, it's actually doing something. You think it'll, you could create something that could last. That means you could spend a long time trying to put it together and then before you even get there, you die. But the mere act of continuing to work on one thing for a while to perfect it, that's amazing. Instead of this like fast-paced culture where people are like, oh, you need to get your content out as quick as you can. What about quality over quantity? And I think that's why I chose this qua quantity. I rarely ever script my content i make it up on the spot and i edit it what's funny is i spend a lot of time editing trying to have more value because there's a lot of rambling and the one thing i wrote when i came back this time is to write a story focus on the story and what's funny is i ended up getting lost again in all the technology trying to figure out how to capture the story in a more effective way meanwhile it's like i have more tools and i'm like going for the best of the best in terms of i want to have the same audio equipment as lex fridman or the joe rogan selling me on that idea but somebody's also selling me on the idea of content is king and focus on your story and building something that lasts and while it does feel like i don't know how many more days i'm going to live so there's a sense of being grateful but if you truly let that in, you're not going to try to build something. So it's like a con cognitive dissonance. It's a conflicting ideas that you're, these messages we're getting. On the one hand, you're saying, hey, life is short. You got to live as if you don't know what's going to happen next. So you better live it all full out now. When I hear that, I interpret it like, oh, maybe I need to just get my content out there as quick as possible because I don't know when I'm I'm going to die. What if I go back to Bali and something happens to me, you know? What if crazy ex told some crazy guy she's dating how crazy it was and he goes crazy and starts doing some stupid shit? Which is maybe why part of why I talk about men and try to empower them is so they don't get so caught up in, in, in knighting for these, these women who don't even respect them and then they're going to go out and do some stupid shit. Look at that guy that just, I don't know, they're saying... So this teenager killed this guy who came and tried to attack him, but the mom was like instigating a lot. The wife of the guy, like she was saying things like he beat her up or something, but he didn't. So a lot of times these girls are the ones that tell some dude, those are the people I'm worried about. I'm more worried about dudes carrying through some stupid shit than girls are because dudes are dumb. Girls are more like emotional about it, but they're less likely to go and do some crazy shit. 
Even though recently there was a school shooting where the, I think the person was born a woman, but they changed their gender to a male, and then they shot up a school, which would be a, like a first time with trans, yeah, trans man because it was a woman that became a man, transitioned to a man. Trans man shot a school up, but was still white. So yeah, it's also ironic that I'm saying this because I shouldn't be traveling. Because I I don't have a job and didn't make my own money and my parents are still helping me, and I talk about that every day because it I, it's a reoccurring idea of is it okay? Am I allowed to try to live my best life with the support of my family? On some level, I'm here at home because I felt I don't know what I could how to like I was thinking I needed to do make it or something, and I just play off the fact that no one respects me too. None of these like proactive kind of king. Workout dudes respect me, and one guy told me the only reason he respects me is because I surf big waves, and that makes sense. I could play that up, but I'd rather use the opportunity I have because of my family support to speak the truth. Like now, I'm not indebted to anyone as much to try to speak the right way so I can manipulate you. I'm just here to say it. At the same time, there's a balance. You can say things in a way that people resonate with, but. It's also don't just say it to feed other people's egos. A lot of things people say are just sayings. They don't really make sense if you think about it. But no one really takes the time or has the mind to just step back and look at what they're saying. Are you preparing for the future, even though you don't know the future exists? And I, I tend to fall into a lot of the brainwashing and the traps because I have my own greed. And why do I think I invested in Tesla and crypto? Down more than half still of everything. Probably like closer to seventy. Eighty percent of my investment is gone. That's a big ego blow. Maybe I'm sharing so much online because I don't want to die, and this is a way to leave my legacy. But then no one really even cares. How many people do you need to care though? Like my mom cares. How many followers do I need to actually feel like it's worth it? I'm spending all this. The more money I invest, the more I set myself up for disappointment. But maybe that's the risk. That's the risk of life. That's how I felt about girls. But they just will drain you. You don't get anything back. You just die. How many men have killed themselves over a girl? I've heard of at least two. I've known at least one. But then they'll say well, he had bipolar. He was already crazy. But I know the woman, and she was fucking so many dudes, man, myself included. And her husband was just like, I don't know, maybe he wasn't that innocent either, but I think he just couldn't live with the fact that what if she was such a. Anyways, I'm glad he didn't kill me. I'm still alive for many, for whatever reason. That's part of why I'm using this platform to just share things because I know I can, and I would like to continue it. So that's why when I'm traveling, I would, I could still share. Like I have a phone and a recorder, and I have a computer. Can still upload my episodes. I have so much content, and yeah, I use this AI program to distribute it. But does it really work out? I'm not really engaging with anyone. I think that's the next step. Oh, next step is like actually engage with people in these kind of conversations. I can do it through TikTok. I can do it, and then so I engage with people, and still share my kind of rants. Maybe somebody listens one day, and it could give me inspiration to create skits, which are more condensed versions of my rants. And then, it's good. Like part of why I'm ranting is just I just need to talk it out. It's like an art to try to figure things out. I could do it while trolling people. I could also just do it without taking any of my stuff. Maybe I'll just leave my mics here and take this little thing. What if I did that? That would be crazy, right? If I just, that would be ironic. I got all this stuff. 
and I just take the things I can carry on my body, like a laptop, a my mouse, one headphones, my phones, and all that studio recording gear, I just leave it here, and then just go live my life simply. Don't have to spend hours trying to figure out how to plug it in or the lighting. Wow, what if I did that? What would be my minimal setup? Minimal setup is what I have now. I have one nice phone and then one plug-in mic to a mic. And I, damn, I could live my whole life with just these two things. I wouldn't need like everything I just got. It's these late nights where I just start ordering things. And I get excited. Let's build the foundation as if you're going to live for at least 25 more years. Let's just think. We don't have to think 50 years or a legacy. If you think in terms of, yes, I know I could die tomorrow, but what if I live like I knew I was going to be able to have a life for the next 25 years? How would I try to set up my life? I would try to become financially stable, try to figure out how to streamline my workflow, more surf time, maybe make some friends, investments that pay dividends, clean up things, work on storytelling, maybe work on one documentary that could be released if just on YouTube or just to get me some more jobs. I'm not even thinking about family. I don't even know how to think about family. Just a man child. But I do know I stayed away from women this past, it's been almost a year since I've pretty much stayed away from women. Last year seemed like the last one, the last. And she'll be happy to know that because she told me, she's like, I'm going to teach you a lesson and You'll never do this again to any woman. And it's, what did I do? Maybe I ranted a little bit about her online, showed our photo. And but what was it like during the relationship? If she wouldn't, for me, it felt like I just was like, I'm going to give what I have left. And she thought I was lying, like I had more money. And then later I find out from one of her angry exes who called me, threatening me, that he was giving her some money too. She didn't even need my money. And I gave her my, I even gave her my favorite boom box. I don't know why that's important. And my shamanic, I even gave her my camera, but she gave it back. So that was nice. She didn't take everything. But she, I gave her my other little camera. And she was traveling with a whole bunch of stuff, like nine suitcases. Not nine, but five at least. Or six. And we were living in hotels and I was living at large, man. So I burned it. It does feel good to not be so into women. Like I was looking at some videos and stuff. It seems like every, not as, not that much. And it's like my, my life force, like my sperm and stuff is kept in. I can feel my balls are full, but it doesn't, it's like it's moving up to my head, moving into my creativeness. It's giving, it's feeding my creativity. It's like I'm not draining myself giving to these women. Or even like looking at Instagrams. How did I get there? I think I could help someone. I could share my journey and that's maybe the best. And that's what I'm doing now. Just, I don't need to think about helping people. I was just doing my thing. Is that like a capitalistic ideal? Or reinterpreted as just do your thing. It'll benefit everyone. Is that true? In what way? What is progress? The corporation will say, oh, we gave jobs to the local people. Gave them max. What did you do? You just made them want to work all day at the factory so they can afford one of the iPhones that you built, that they built for you. You sell it back to them. Holy shit, that's a dark, post-apocalyptic industrial view of reality. Imagine you're a Chinese factory worker. This would be an interesting skit. The Chinese factory worker working all day just so they could save up to get a cell phone. Like how much do you have to work to own, to be able to afford an iPhone? That's interesting. And then that would be an interesting documentary to be like, how are these people getting so caught 
and these ideas. Maybe there's somebody in Bali could like interview like their journey. What's their day like? And not one of these influencer chicks, but somebody local. And I use some of this this gear I got, this knowledge I have to create something and put it together. I can finally do something. It's been spending years talking about doing skits. But I have some fun skits I made with the local guy. Let's put that one together. That's such a beautiful skit. Oh my God, yeah, it's amazing actually. Got a mission. I have a mission. Now let's see if I can just go. How the workflow of sharing this. Amazing to just share. Just trust that there's some value. It's like saying, okay, I'm on earth. I'm still alive. I'm trying to leave a legacy, but I acknowledge that. Okay. And now I'm going back to the sense of being nobody. Did my part for the, at least the next few minutes so I can enjoy the sunset without any cellular social media type interference. Have a beautiful day or time wherever you are out there. Stay free. Isn't that what Russell Brand says? Or is that what J.P. Sears says? Or is that what everyone says? It's trying to stay free. Yeah. Be free. Stay free implies that you're not free. Let's go deep and spiritual. You're always free. There's an aspect that's always free. Because in essence, you are a formless being. You know it intellectually, but see what if you can sense that experientially. And that's much more potent and meaningful and beneficial than to actually be able to talk about it. That's why I love getting into Facebook social media arguments with spiritual people because especially the ones that are super intellectual it's like they think they can argue their way into realization there's a sense of pride and achievement all right peace